Microsoft mulling TikTok acquisition, Twitter tests branded likes, and Instagram reels? It's real. It's Monday, August 10th, 2020. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 416 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media. New strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 416 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actionable insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name's Taylor Wigert, and we have a lot to get through this week, so let's just dive right in. So the possibility of TikTok being banned in the United States went from improbability to very much a possibility pretty quickly over the last couple of weeks when Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin said it can't remain in the U.S., citing risks of personal data being shared with the Chinese government. Now, this saga, it's been unfolding for some time, but it looks like President Trump is strongly looking at taking action, leaving two options on the table, ban the app outright or let TikTok be sold to an American company. Now, the former looked like the probability until Microsoft stepped forward to say that it's interested in acquiring TikTok operations in the United States, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand by September 15th. That's pretty interesting considering basically Microsoft would be saying we're not going to be operating operating in China, which is one of the big uh, opportunity markets for a platform like this. But Microsoft is saying, hey, we're okay with just having TikTok in these core markets, which is going to limit TikTok's growth for micro- the upside potential for a TikTok acquisition for Microsoft. But let's put that aside. Microsoft acquiring TikTok would be a pretty big deal for its business. It already owns LinkedIn, so this would add to its social toolkit. But it'd be a bit of a departure from Microsoft's strategy of focusing on its business customers. It has Xbox and it has Skype and a few other things, but for the most part, Microsoft has really doubled down on being a business on focusing on business customers. Microsoft has looked in the past at getting into consumer social media, but its attempts haven't been successful. And a whole nother layer on this is the bit of irony in all of this. Just a few days after antitrust hearings of big tech having too much power and stifling innovations from new companies, one of the biggest tech companies out there may be acquiring the only platform, TikTok, other than Snapchat maybe, that can compete with Facebook. It's also worth noting that TikTok really hasn't been found to be in violation of sharing personal information with the Chinese government. Now, they could potentially do that, but they've pretty much gone out of their way to be transparent with their practices in a way that Facebook really never has. This is the potential outcome of pretty nationalistic policies that, that basically fly in the face of common sense. In other words, like it's, it's well within what we can expect from the Trump administration. There is a lot developing here. Twitter might actually be interested in TikTok. Um, I don't think that TikTok should be banned in the US. I don't think we have any evidence to base any decisions of banning TikTok 
in the U.S., but clearly this is just the result of pretty nationalistic policies that are more about going with your gut than actually thinking things through. All right, let's jump to the next one and talk about Twitter because Twitter is testing a new feature called branded likes to encourage the sharing of campaign hashtags. The feature, it lets advertisers have customized like buttons with animations linked to the campaign. Users who engage with the content, they'll see a unique animation that they can then enable on their own posts as well. The feature, it's live for 24 hours. Now, Right now, only a few brands are able to access this feature because it's in beta, but early tests such as a campaign from Disney Plus showed really high engagement. Now, novelty courts attention, so any unique features that advertisers can add to their campaigns, particularly in very cluttered feeds on Twitter, it goes a long way. Custom tweaks like this, they're just a small step with potentially big payoffs in terms of engagement with users as brand with, with users as brands just to evaluate Twitter's potential. If brands can still get attention on Twitter, brands are gonna be on Twitter. All right, let's jump to the last one because Instagram's direct competitor with TikTok, I've been talking about it for a while. It's here just in time for, like I said earlier, TikTok to potentially be banned in the United States. So Instagram's new tool, it's called Reels, and it launched in 50 countries, including the United United States. Reels, it works a lot like TikTok in that it lets users create short form videos set to music up to 15 seconds long. Users can add filters and effects to those videos. They also have the option of setting up private accounts or, or they also have the option to create public ones that have the potential to show have their content show up in the explore page where they can be discovered. But they also allow Instagram to use Reels content to increase time spent within the app. Get people on that Explorer page, get them exploring content, interacting with content, and Reels is one way to feed that Explorer page. Private accounts, they just get posted to the feed as well as stories. Now, Reels, uh, it's mostly a copy and paste of TikTok, but it doesn't have everything that TikTok does. For example, users can't create duets or upload their own music. What's different from Reels as opposed to Facebook's previous attempts to copy TikTok is Reels just borrows from the playbook of Instagram stories. Reels is integrated right within the existing Instagram app, meaning users don't need to download anything new. If they have Instagram, they have Reels, which which proved to be a pretty major win when Facebook took on Snapchat with stories. Reels, if you open up uh, the camera where you shoot stories, it's accessible right there via the camera interface. Currently, there aren't paid opportunities for brands to get involved with Reels due to music licensing limitations, but you can be sure Reels is going to have a pretty vibrant influencer community very soon as TikTok creators are looking for a backup plan. That's basically where, where Reels is right now. It's trying to get the creators away from TikTok, and if they can get the creators, they can build the users. If they can build the users, they can bring in the advertisers. All right, that's it for the week's main story. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. So the Facebook ad boycott, Stop Hate for Profit, it's officially over. And while Facebook performed well financially during the boycott, and now faces a public just more aware of its actions. It faces discontent among its workforce, and there's more attention than ever on what it does moving forward. Facebook weathered the storm thanks to an overwhelming number of small businesses that rely on Facebook for business, but the outcome of all of this is going to be felt over the long term, I think. 
Pinterest Q2 earnings, those were strong with monthly active users up 39% year over year and revenues up 4%. That's a pretty big shift considering the advertiser pullback from the platform reported in April. Searches on Pinterest jumped 60% in the pandemic, showing the platform appears to be doing just fine as a source of inspiration for a population that's stuck at home looking for stuff to do. Facebook's officially taking on YouTube when it comes to music videos after partnering with major music labels to launch an official artist pages on Facebook Watch. Facebook says it will offer some exclusive content from certain artists. The move is part of a broader push for video content on Facebook, which also includes Facebook Gaming. Facebook Gaming actually recently merged with Microsoft Microsoft's Mixer service. Twitter has started surveying users on what features they like from a paid subscription service. The survey indicates that Twitter is considering abilities like posting longer high-res videos, the ability to unsend tweets within a certain amount of time, special badges, advanced analytics. It's also looking into whether or not users would be happy if Twitter were to launch such a service, preparing for potential backlash. Some of the questions Twitter asking Twitter is asking, I'm wondering if the target for this would be businesses. The questions kind of skew that way. Law enforcement has has charged three people so far for coordinating a security and privacy breach on Twitter that took over high-profile accounts to solicit Bitcoin. One is a teen from Florida. The group used a phone phone spear phishing attack to target key Twitter employees to gain access. Google is partnering with ADT Security to get its Nest devices into more homes. Now, ADT will be selling, installing, and servicing Nest devices as part of its smart home initiative. Snapchat's co-opting Twitter TikTok's biggest feature, music. So Snapchat, they just launched a music catalog that users can use to add music to their snaps. Now, they're not copying TikTok's functionality as an entertainment destination, just making music more accessible on their platform. Anyone who interacts with the story featuring music can choose to go listen to the entire song as well as learn more about the artist when they tap on the song. With TikTok's future uncertain, like just everyone's looking to do what they can to lure some of TikTok's users over to them. Twitter's disclosure last year that it used phone number phone numbers users shared with the platform to enable two-factor authentication to ha- to target advertising may end up costing the company significantly. SEC filings revealed that Twitter may end up paying $250 million in fines. And lastly, we have Facebook's Messenger plugin. It got an update that allows any customer to chat with a business without the need of a Facebook account. So this plugin, it launched in 2007 as a way for businesses to add Facebook Messenger chat dialogues to their websites. But up until this point, customers couldn't access it without logging into Facebook. So the hope here for Facebook is that removing that hurdle will encourage greater business adoption. All right, that's it for episode 416 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, I want to hear from you. Send questions, comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at T Wickert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.